This is the Spirit Truth Podcast, conversations to equip worship teams and songwriters. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Spirit Truth Podcast. My name is James, and I'm normally your host. Um, but for today, we've got a special episode where I had a conversation with a really good friend of mine, George Lawrence. We are here in a very rainy Stellenbosch, so you can hear the wind and the rain pumping outside. And this is for his YouTube channel. He had a conversation where we spoke about hope. And so I'm going to share the conversation here on the Spirit Truth Podcast. I hope that you enjoy it. What's up, guys? Welcome to this today's episode. I've got my good friend, James Pringle, here with me. Uh, he's like a big brother to me, Ben, for a couple of years. It's a smaller big brother. A smaller big brother <laughs> um, in stature, but not in character. <laughs> no, we've had the privilege of journeying together a bit in church and in community. And uh, yeah, today we're just going to chat a bit about, about hope and what it is and what it entails, how we experience it and yeah, James, maybe you can just introduce yourself, maybe tell us what you're busy with at the moment. Cool. Um, thanks, George. It's a pleasure. I, I always love having any type of conversation with you. So I think the fact that it's on camera, I'm going to try and ignore the camera and ignore <laughs> the mic and just have a chat with George. Because uh, like I said to you just now, I'm used to being on the other side mm. of asking the questions. But uh, yeah, I'm James and the last 11 years I've been um, kind of involved with worship with Shofar at the moment. I head up the, the, the worship department. I don't exactly know what we call ourselves. Uh, and uh, it's kind of giving advice to all the different Shofar churches around worship and developing resources, doing training, schools of worship, that kind of, kind of thing. And then also very involved with Shofar Stellenbosch, uh, leading the worship team. Also, yeah, yeah, so I've been in Stellenbosch for 16 years, uh, one oh. of those people who came to study and then just never left, yeah. uh, met my wife and the worship team, and we've got a, a one-year-old and a nearly five-year-old, uh, two little girls, so that's us. Nice. Yeah, I must say, it's really been an amazing privilege to like be involved together in church. I remember before I was even on staff, um, yeah, just some of the interactions that we had. It's always been valuable to chat, even if it's just like two or three minutes after a service. <laughs> just like, thank you for the worship and you know, whatever. And now being able to actually be on a pastoral team together yeah. to the little capacity that, that we are together. But yeah, it's been really great. Um, yeah, and I, and I thought I've just been thinking about hope as a, as a word that really stands out in this time, mm. like in a pandemic, uh, you know, in, in any pandemic or hectic situation, mm. like I could, I could think in, in the world wars that were before or the diseases that have come before or like the situation that we find ourselves in, I think um, people start scrambling around for, to find hope. Mm. And, and that's why I think it's so significant to chat about it mm. today because I think uh, like hope is, it feels almost intangible. It's like it's something out there, this mysterious thing, topic, but yet you know you you, you know for sure when you have it, yeah. like when there is hope, mm -hmm. and you also definitely know when you don't have it, yeah. like when you're feeling hopeless and just out of sorts. 
Um, so maybe my first question would just be, what is hope to you in, in your life as you've journeyed through? What is hope? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Last night, I stumbled across that Tiny Desk concert channel, you know, on YouTube where they get a bunch of famous people to come and do like little uh, performances. And um, as YouTube does, like <laughs> a little, quite a bit of significant amount of time later, yeah. uh, I'd worked my way through a few of them. And um, one of them was with a very well-known artist uh, who's really huge at the moment. And she kind of introduced her set by, by speaking about kind of where everybody's at at the moment. And she spoke specifically about hope. And um, it was just interesting for me to see she kind of just floundered. Like she, you could see she was visibly awkward, like mm. trying to, because I think she feels this need to, to reassure people, you know, that it's all going to be okay. Mm. Um, and we're going to have hope. And she kind of did that, but she didn't really have a reason why. Yeah. Um, and she, she couldn't come up with a reason why she was just, you know, because tomorrow is another day and, mm. you know, and we all want to know, like, Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, we want to know, but but really, it just hit me again that this person who is one of the most successful artists at the moment, um, you know, but living without Christ, like, yeah. how how can you have hope? And I, I think it's something that we as believers take so for granted that it's it's a part of our lives that we live each day with the certainty that tomorrow is going to be a good day and mm. our future is good and our future is certain. Because it's not founded in, you know, what happens to me and whether things mm. work out the way I wanted them to work out. But it's it's founded in in who God is. Yeah. I hope is anchored in that. Um and the other thing that was cool for me is actually when you a couple of weeks ago when you asked me, James, you wanna I wanna do a podcast with you on on hope. Um I'd literally that day read a scripture. So like it just feels to me God is in this and God yeah. is God is wanting to speak to us um, about hope. And um, I've been reading through Lamentations, or actually some of the prophets, and Lamentations is there in the middle. Uh, it's about five, or it is five uh, chapters, pretty much of Israel or those who are left in Jerusalem after, um, you know, Jerusalem came to ruin, those who are left behind, basically, mm. mourning what has happened, mourning the judgment. And it's a beautiful book about how to mourn and how to lament and <clears throat> how to show sorrow um, and what that looks like for us as believers. Um, but a, quite a depressing book in a sense mm. because it's just, you know, it's just lament, it's literally lamentations. Yeah. But right in the middle, in the day that you asked me, James, can we speak about hope? is this this verse in the midst of all this chaos in the midst of this destruction in Jerusalem um the writer says uh, in lamentations 3 verse 21 yet this i call to mind and therefore i have hope because of the lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassions never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness i say to myself the lord is my portion therefore i will wait for him the Lord is good to those who hope, whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Mm. And so, I mean, like you said, hope can be this kind of very abstract thing of, you know, expecting mm. good things that are going to come. Um, but I love the, the, 
when when you look at it in scripture and a scripture like that you see it's not just some abstract thing that's out there it's tied to something that is very fixed and something that is very concrete and Mm. that is the love of the lord the love of god it's tied to the character of god um because of his love Mm. we are not consumed uh and and therefore we have hope Mm. Uh, and this is this is what it's tied to, to who God is. And it's tied to the fact that no matter what we're facing right now, we have a good expectation of what's mm-hmm. to come because, I mean, what is probably our greatest hope is the fact that one day we're going to see Jesus face to face. One day we're going to be around the throne of God. And uh, I think that means that I can face whatever I need to face today because I know that mm. that's my future. Yeah. That's where I'm headed is whatever I'm facing today, somewhere... I'm going to be in that assembly around the throne of God mm. and worshiping Jesus. Yeah. And that is a good thing to have hope in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and I, as you're reading that, uh, I think it's so easy for us, uh, especially if you've been around, even just in Christian circles for a long time, to take something like, you know, the Lord's mercies on you every morning. Mm. And just to you know, it's just something that we pray. It's yeah. just it's just something that we say and nice phrase. Yeah. And and the, the meaning behind it gets lost. Mm. But a, a phrase like that uh connects to me with what the New Testament says. And it's like the, this hope is an anchor for our souls. Yeah. And it's so interesting. Um, like I grew up uh on in the sea basically. Like we, me and my dad, we, we did. You're basically a merman. <laughs> basically a merman. Yeah. Um, the Lord blessed me with big feet. So I used to, yeah, people used to tune me about having flippers for feet when I was younger in swimming competitions. But um, yeah, like snorkeling and spearfishing, fishing off the, from the side, angling and off the boat. And uh I just always remembered like my dad talking about the anchor being dropped and like facing your uh your the nose of the boat the point of the boat into the storm like into the wind sure. um because then you won't capsize mm. and and that's exactly what an anchor does is if if the water is calm uh and you lower your anchor the moment the storm comes up the boat doesn't turn into a, a fragile position but rather mm. into a position of strength in facing the storm yeah which is which is very profound if you translate it into our lives mm. um and you know that hope is not that that everything's going to be okay but it's that despite everything i can face the storm mm. and um this which my hope is in is going to determine if i'm able to face it mm. or not mm. um and i think that's something that that maybe um maybe you can share a bit on is how do we take like our circumstances and the hope that we have because i think i think a lot of times They've, they've switched around mm. because it's going well with me. Therefore I have hope. Therefore yeah. I can rejoice. Um, and, 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 and maybe you can just share with us a bit around that. Like, how do we, how do we take this concrete hope of the love of God mm. and let that be our anchor instead of our circumstances, creating a false hope. Yeah. Like we feel good. Therefore we have hope. 
Oh, but when it's not going good, then we feel hopeless or we feel down and, and, and out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think suffering and difficulties and trials are such, I mean, it's part of the human existence and it's part of mm. every human experience. Um, and I think what what's really difficult for me personally is, is seeing friends who maybe a few years back were like passionate for God and they were really serving God and then and then things start to go shaky, start to go wrong in their lives, you know, something happens that they didn't expect or that they didn't want to happen. And then seeing them in some cases turning away from God and walking away from God, um, it's maybe because there was a there was an expectation that God is gonna do this in my life. Mm. And then when he doesn't do it, suddenly I don't have an understanding. Is is God still good, and do I still yeah. have hope? Um, and I think that's that's some of the. I think that's tough. That's probably all of us face face mm. moments of that when we can, you know, when something happens which we don't expect, and it's like, how do we interpret this? How do we understand God's goodness in that in mm. this? Um, and and that's why we've got to be so grounded in in what the word says because the word is full of instruction for us when it yeah. comes to suffering and when it comes to you know life not going as you expected mm. and hope one of the scriptures that immediately comes to my mind is the beginning of romans 5 uh, where it says that you know rejoice in your suffering because suffering produces uh, endurance endurance produces character and character produces hope and so there's like the sequence of of things that we cannot live with hope in our lives mm. if we don't experience suffering yeah um i think hope without suffering is, is is maybe quite shallow and i think that's many times why why people do walk away from god is because mm. they haven't pushed through the suffering you know the suffering came and then suddenly but they didn't they didn't push through until they came to the to the yeah. place of, of hope um because suffering if we rejoice in it if we embrace it if mm. we see it for, as a gift from god which is very challenging but the discipline of god mm. is is a good thing yeah but it produces endurance in us and endurance is not something that we can earn cheaply it's not mm. something that we can learn in theory how to persist and how to push through it's something you you literally have to do you have to keep walking you have to keep running or whatever it is if you've done any form of endurance sport you have to keep doing it when you're sick and tired of it, when you're over it, but yeah. still pushing through. And that creates a character in us. Mm -hmm. And that word character, I remember, because I, I spent some time on the scripture a couple of years ago. Um, it's a, the, it speaks of something that's been formed by severe testing. Mm -hmm. Like So there's a, sorry, it's a strength that's formed by yeah. severe testing. So through testing, there's a strength this character that's formed in us that results in hope. And then that hope is so much different to a hope that's based on, you know, God is going to do X, Y, Z for me. Yes. So it's a hope that is secure and that does not move. And yes. that does not fail. And later in that scripture, it says, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts. So again, yes. it's tied to the character of God. Yes. It's not Jesus is going to do this for me. It's this is who God is. This is his character. This is his. Yeah. This is what he's done. These are his mercies that are new for me every day. This is his promise for me that one day I'm going to see him face to face. Um, and then we're not so much living for 
how well things can go on earth. Yes. But it's having that eternal mindset that, I mean, it's like the heroes of faith that we read in, in, this, in scripture in Hebrews yeah. and so on. Like, I mean, most of them didn't see what, they didn't see the things that God had promised them yeah. come to pass. Um, and that's super challenging because yeah. it's fine to, to think of that in theory for them, but think of your own life. How many things do you wish to come to pass? Yeah. And you want it to happen in your lifetime. Yes. Uh, and, I, and there are some that will happen in our lifetime, but there are many things that won't. Yes. Um, and it's in those moments that, that we need to understand that I'm not living for a kingdom that's here and now yes. and that's going to be fully visible now, but it's, it's in it. I'm investing in eternity. I've yeah. got an eternity of worshiping Jesus. And whenever he chooses to bring those promises to pass, yes. whether it's in my lifetime or in my children or in their children, yes. he will do it in his time. Yeah. But I have a hope that's not based, like you said earlier, on kind of what's going on in my life. Mm. My, my hope is not driven from my life. I think that's what you, how you were kind yeah. of putting it. But, yeah. um, but my hope and my anchor which is formed through suffering, which is yeah. formed through endurance, which is formed through character, is based not on things going my way, but on on the character of God and on the faithfulness of God. Yes. And I, yeah, I, I'm just thinking, like, I, I agree so with what you say, and I, I think it's so challenging in a culture, um, and, and when I say culture, it's church, non-church, everybody included, just the world that we live in, um, that says that discomfort is bad. So, mm. so suffering is bad and avoid it yeah. at all costs because any, any form of suffering is, is negative yeah. for you. But yet, yet we all get operations. <laughs> yet, yet we all go through certain, you know, like I broke my collarbone a couple mm. of years ago and I had to go through an operation. But I know that the pain was good because I'm going to be able to use my arm again mm. afterwards um, kind of thing. And as you were speaking, I was just thinking about marriage um, you know, that like the way that I think about my marriage is not just I'm only in it for the good stuff, yeah. but that in my marriage, I'm willing to, to change mm. and I'm willing to grow, to, you know, endure um, and let the character be built in me. Yeah. And, and in that, there's this hope that we're, that, that things are going to be okay, yeah. no matter what me and my wife go through. Yeah. No matter how badly we fight, there's this hope. And it's basically, it's, it's maybe just an example to kind of uh, ground it in everyday life. Yeah. Um, and uh, as, as you're speaking about hope and, and, and the suffering that goes with hope, um, it's just so, yeah, I'm just so like overwhelmed by how deep true hope is. And you were, you were saying earlier about like a shallow hope and like a true deep hope because like i can hope for the weather to change like we've got like quite a bit of a storm <laughs> at the moment you know but i can hope for for the for the weather to change but i, I don't know if it's going to change you know i can hope to get you know uh, let's make it a, a bonus at the end of the year mm. probably unlikely in these economic circumstances <laughs> <laughs> but but I don't know if I'm going to get one. And, and, and that's kind of like that shallow definition of hope that I, I wish, basically. I wish yeah. that this would happen to me. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, then 
then I'm then I'm disappointed. Mm. And and what you're saying is that, you know, and, and it's normally linked to a good thing. I hope that my life would be benefited. Yeah, yeah. I wish that my life would be benefited by this set of circumstances. Yeah. But true hope and you know, if you want to work it backwards, true character and then true endurance comes from not something that'll make my life better necessarily, but it's something that is sure, mm. something that is definite. Yeah. And uh, it's so deep yeah. if you think about it that no matter what happens, if my hope is in God, not not his benefits. Yeah. Like scripture says, forget not all these benefits. And yeah, we shouldn't forget his benefits. But if I'm only in a relationship with God for the benefits, yeah. then I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. Then I'm probably going to walk away from the faith some other time or, or I'm going to stumble and fall. Mm. But if my if my hope is secure in, in the character of God, yeah. it's not a hope that, that wavers mm. because... Um, you know, you're talking about promises and scripture says that his promises are yes and amen. Mm. His word doesn't return to to him void. His character doesn't change. It's the same. Yeah. Yesterday, today, and forevermore. Yeah. And I can know that even though I'm going through suffering, and actually because I'm going through suffering, mm. there's going to be a hope produced because God doesn't leave me nor forsake me. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I'm just overwhelmed by that. Yeah. That that I'm not wishing for something to happen, mm. but I'm just waiting for it to happen, actually. Mm. Like that day when Jesus comes back. Mm. That, you know, or when I die, whichever yeah. one comes first. <laughs> At, in these times, you don't know which one's gonna come first. <laughs> but you know, that that there's a that there's a that a real anchoredness. Yeah. Um, there's a real like it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just waiting for it. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that is the beauty of Christian hope, a hope in God, yeah. is that it's sure, like the victory is won. Yeah. Uh, and, and we're now just waiting for it to come to completion. Yeah. Um, the one thing I'll maybe jump in. Um, no. <laughs> I mentioned I've got, a, I've got a one-year-old and I've got a five-year-old and um, how old's Mia Bethna? She's uh, five and a half months. Five and a half months. Okay. So right now she's very cute and just kind of lies there and smiles up at you and giggles. And, Except and for the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but when the will starts to emerge and uh, the personality and mm. all of that, you, you just realize, wow, we are fallen creatures. Um, yeah. When you see just how selfishness is a, it's just, it's innate, you mm. know, it's, mm. it's part of us from, from birth. And, um, and trying to shape that in a child, mm. like because from young they just their lives are around kind of what can I get and mm. how can mm. I and to to try and explain to my four year old like why should she do things that she doesn't want to do yeah. and and all of these things um I think it's 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 so challenging for us as as humans to kind of cut ourselves from that mindset of, of just living for self. Um, and the other thing that, as you were speaking, uh, true hope that is not based on, like you said, wishful thinking of what can make my life better. True hope is, is really as a person. It's Jesus. Yes. And um, 
where hope is not built around what I can get for my mm. life, but hope is built around the person of Jesus. The fact that he was the, the whole of creation was, has been longing for him to come since the fall in the garden. Mm. It was, everything was building up to that moment when the son of God would come and would manifest yes. himself. He is the manifestation of hope. Yeah. Because of him, we have hope, and our hope is grounded and centered in him. I think that's that's for me also just a contrast between shallow hope, which is wishful thinking, and yes. hope, which is grounded in the person and the mission and the glory and the agenda and the kingdom of Jesus. Yes, yes. Yeah. I I couldn't agree more, and, and I think this is maybe something that you've also spoken about in your. Well, I know you shared it. Um, at the launch of your album and uh man that's your song holy holy love has been just been on repeat in my mind continually um and i and i shared a bit on it uh, what's it four three four weeks ago and uh you know just bringing back to that to to what you said like hope equals love mm. the love of god not mm. floundering love of man yeah and and that scripture just came up into mind, you know, how fleeting we are with our children. You realize, like, in just yourself, you realize how sinful we are and how fleeting we are of just going after the will of God and, and, and loving like God does. Um, but in 1 John where he says, in this is love, not that we have loved God, mm. but that God has loved us. Um, and that he sent his son, mm. that we may have life. Yeah. Uh, and even more than that, that, that while we were still sinners, while we were enemies of God, he sent his son to die for us. And to, to bring it back to, I think it's like the, from the first question when I asked you, what is hope, to your, your first response is like, it's anchored, it's anchored in the love of God, in his, in his character, is that our hope is, is that, that we you know, kind of on the flip side that we we don't wish for it, but we also don't need to earn it. Sure. Like hope isn't something that we need to perform for. Mm. Like if I spend enough time with God mm. in scripture or in quiet time, in fellowship at church, in worship, in whatever form, I, if I spend enough time, then there'll be hope. Mm. But rather that in this is love. Yeah. Not that we love God, but that God loved us. Yeah. And and that like that piece of scripture in the light of hope, just like there's this warmth in my heart that just comes that despite despite of the things that I do, despite of my fallen nature and my unfaithfulness to God, I have a hope. Yeah. Because that while I was still God's enemy, he sent his son. That I may have life, not for his benefit, but for mine. And I'm just blown away by that, yeah. uh, you know, like, like this is real time re revelation going on. This is not something that I've thought of before, but connecting that piece of scripture in one John mm. of love to the hope that I have, not only for one day, but for today, Yeah. that, that God doesn't love me only at the consummation of time, yeah. but he loves me today yeah. because he sent his son. Yeah. Hallelujah. I feel like we need to sing a worship song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
yeah so yeah maybe maybe i'll ask you like what is one or two of the takeaways that you would that you would take from this conversation um around hope because i know that my my understanding definitely of of hope has has deepened Mm -hmm. just in these 10 20 minutes i don't even know how long we've been chatting but um (laughs) yeah yeah um i think something that is so critical for me um from, I'm speaking for me personally, something that I, I would say is a bit of a a life message um, is having the cross at the center of my life. Um, I think so many times we think of the cross as, you know, when, when we come to salvation, we have a revelation of what Jesus did for us on the cross. And then we've got this idea that from there we need to move on to deeper and more yes. mysterious things. Um and yet there's nothing deeper or more mysterious than the fact that God himself laid down his glory and came to, yeah. to earth. Like you said, he loved us while we were still sinners, while we were his enemies, and he laid down his life for us. And um, I think that is so, uh, it's in Hebrews 12, you know, the scripture that says, fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfect of our faith. And then a little bit later, I think it's verse three, he says, consider him, who endured such hostility from sinners against himself so that you may not grow weary or, or yeah. faint-hearted. And I think if we're speaking about hope, we, we can't speak about it without saying the need to constantly consider him, to yeah. constantly be aware of and be mindful of what Jesus has done for us. And, yeah. and not just in our past when we came to salvation, but every day of our lives, yeah. consider him so that you will not grow weary or faint-hearted, so that you will not lose hope, basically. Because when we see Jesus, when we realize again what he did for us, when we, like you said, you had a, a real-time revel- revelation now, I mean, if we're not, we need to have those moments mm. regularly where we, we realize again just how great is his mercy towards us, um, how desperately we need him um, to remind us that, that we have hope. Mm. And so that the, that the cross would really be at the center of our lives. And and um, the other thing that I would say is, is we we need to remember the cross and we need community. Yeah. If we need, if, we, if we're wanting to keep that flame alive, if mm. we're wanting that hope within us. I've spoken about friends who've, who've walked, walked away from, from faith in God. And uh, mm. um, in many cases, it was also walking away from community and walking mm. away from, from people who can ask the tough questions and yeah. just a testimony as well. So I've been, I've been in ministry full-time for 11 years now and uh, I know in the light of many people that's short time, yeah. uh, but from my own pers- perspective, it, it, there's been times when it's felt like a, a long 11 years. Um, yeah. And a, a few years ago, it was crazy. Things were going fine, going quite well loving what I was doing. And then within the space of a, of a couple of days, three very separate people sent me the same word, which the gist of it, and one, even a guy who I didn't really have contact with, he just sent me an email saying he was praying for me and he felt this. And the other was my wife and the other was somebody else. And the, it was basically this thing of, you're on an airplane um, and 
it's about to hit some turbulence, but just stay on the plane. Hmm. And uh, so I got it and I was like, cool, that's fine. Uh, you know, the airplane's flying smooth right now. Yeah. And then a few months after that, the airplane did start to go through some significant turbulence. Um, and it was, there was many times in, in, the, in, the couple, in the couple of years that followed me getting that word where I was like, you know, I think I've had enough. I'm, I'm ready to, to try something else, to do something mm -hmm. else. And it was my wife who kept annoying me by reminding me <laughs> <laughs> what did God promise and yeah. what was God's word. And, uh, and so that's, what, that's just the, maybe the last thing I'll share. It's just that we need those people in our lives, those friends, those mm. spouses, whoever it is, who can remind us of the hope that we have. Yes. Um, the grand hope, the great hope that one day we're going to see Jesus, but but also the hope of James, the plane's going to go through turbulence, but yeah. stay on the plane, it's yeah. going to get there. You know, the, yeah. the hope that we need to get through this next season, yes. or whatever it is. Um, and I, I think I might have m missed God and I might have uh, made the wrong call if it mm. wasn't for my wife reminding me oh. of the promises of God. So, yeah, that's maybe my last thing. Stay stay in awe of the cross yeah. and and stay in community yeah yeah i i couldn't agree more um yeah because how many times we find ourselves that we we want to jump ship mm. just things are too tough or you know like it's just the easier option to bail and in that moment we don't remember mm. what god has told us mm. and we don't it's not real to us that if we endure, we'll grow character and we'll have hope. Mm. And I almost had like, as you were speaking, I almost had this picture of like Jesus is the anchor. Mm. And oftentimes we want to cut off that or like break off that chain that links us to the anchor. But I think community kind of is that string of people that are like holding onto us and holding onto Jesus and like connecting sure. us yeah. back to Jesus that we would face into the storm. Amen. If the turbulence comes, we're faced into it because if we, if, we, if we let go, then we're going to be tossed yeah. to and fro and we're going to, yeah, it's going to be a lot worse time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just again in awe because I, I can also just testify that the, these last two weeks, God has really just been bringing me back to the cross. Mm -hmm. um, and that in the cross, all my hope and all my joy mm. and all my peace is found. Mm. Um, that I cannot graduate mm. from the cross. Mm. I mean, and just two days ago, I was trying to, to just have some quiet time. And, and in my head, to get this breakthrough, I had to have like a deep worship session or like I was trying to find and dig out the revelation out of scripture and I was just getting nothing. It was just like dry. And then I just stopped. And I just, I was just overwhelmed once again by the goodness of God yeah. in saving me yeah. and in keeping me mm. through everything that I've been through mm. and done to God and to his people and just how unfaithful I've been just to re be reminded and I broke down mm. in thankfulness mm. just to, to come back to the cross and to remember that there it is our place of safety, our place of refuge. Yeah. There it is our place that things might not get better, yeah. but we know that we're safe. Yeah. 
So I couldn't agree more mm. with you on that. Sure, man. Maybe just to, to also end off, but just to, to tie to what I said in the beginning, um, mm. that that artist that I was watching on YouTube mm. last night, and um, just for us to realize, you know, I I work for the church. I've got a lot of Christian friends, so I tend to become I tend to find myself in a bit of a bubble sometimes, mm. and um, I forget like what hope we have, and what hope the world is looking for because the world has no they have no hope of hope yeah you know um all the best they have is is wishful thinking like no let's let's just trust that tomorrow is going to be better than Mm. today and hope is found in the cross of christ hope is found in the person of jesus and we've got that hope inside of us that a world is desperately seeking, looking for, and um, I say that as a as I say that I'm very challenged because I'm not naturally kind of your evangelistic personality <laughs> who will sit next to somebody on the plane and and, yeah. and start preaching. Um, but if it's as simple as this is of staying in that place of thankfulness for what Christ has done for me, and then sharing that with somebody, that's mm. that's sharing hope. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. And uh, yeah, maybe maybe you were in, encouraged today by our conversation. Um, maybe something stood out for you. And, and maybe I want to encourage you, post something in the comment box uh, for what stood out for you. I'd, I'd love to hear, we'd love to hear from, from, what, from you what stood out. What did you learn? Maybe you can add to our conversation. Maybe you can make a couple of comments that, that we didn't mention. Mm. Um, yeah, if you if you enjoyed the video, if this helped you in, in any way, um, see what hope is in a deeper sense. I'd love it if you could like the video. I'll uh, put a link to James's page. He's got some amazing worship on his YouTube channel. His own singles and albums that he's brought out. You're you're uh, bringing a single out in the next couple of days, eh? Yeah, um, I don't know when this is going up, but. Probably today. <laughs> today, okay. So Friday, four September. Uh, I've got a new single, I believe, which is also, yeah, kind of processing the season and this this crazy season that we've been through. And it's based on that scripture in Mark four, Mark nine, where that father comes to Jesus and asks if he can heal his son, and Jesus is like, "What if I can?" Yeah. Uh, and he says, "Okay, yes, Jesus, I believe. Help my unbelief." Mm. Um, and I think that's kind of the tension that we live with is we've, we've got faith, but, we've, but we're also honest about yes. God. Uh, I believe, but also help my unbelief. Um, so that's coming out on all the platforms on Friday. Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, I'll, I'll put a link out. Please subscribe to his channel. Give his music a listen. It will change your life. Um, yeah, because it's breathed by God, I believe. And that's what changes our lives when God anoint something Amen. when God um, puts his hand over something and that's something yeah, that I can really just thank you for is just humbling yourself and saying, God, use me however you want to. That's probably something that I've learned from you the most um, is to, yeah, to really just lay your life down and say, God, use me no matter what's, what happens. And, and I think that's evidence of hope in him that it's not our circumstances, but our trust in him. Mm. 
and his providence Amen. that carries us through. Mm. So yeah, until next time. I don't know if there'll be a next time on the podcast. <laughs> what? I'm not invited back. <laughs> no, I'm talking about your podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all from us and see you in the next video. Bye. Thank you for joining the Spirit Truth Podcast. Check out chauffeurband.com for music and resources. You can also subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it on iTunes and share it with your friends on social media. Oh, 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 oh,